Welcome to the Finding What Drives You podcast. Wow. Yes. Woo. Here we go. We're just jumping into the deep end. So every episode has had a theme, but this one's going to be my favorite. Uh, comedy. Oh, okay. <laughs> We've had some great stories. A dark, sad comedy. <laughs> a dark, sad comedy. Hopefully with not a dark, sad ending. Yes. <laughs> so we have the double O.C., not the D O double G, the double D O double C. Oh, the <laughs> big new, doc. Yeah, yes. Uh, as a superhero, he was a captain. Mm. <laughs> We're going to get into that. Who's worried about safety? <laughs> yeah, and stopping teen pregnancy. <laughs> One of the funniest guys, obviously, I've ever met. Uh, great husband, father, friend, Dave Chappelle's white brother, Corey Chappelle. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. White poor brother. <laughs> Mike, thank you. I appreciate you bringing me on here, man. It's an honor. Uh, and I'm just happy to be here. So what are we doing? Well, uh, I'm a little scared. <laughs> well, okay. that is typical coming yeah. on the show. You know, it's finding what drives you. You think it's a golf show, uh-huh. but it's really about becoming the best version of yourself. You know, I started this because I was trying to find my purpose in life. What am I, yeah. what am I doing here? What I want to do? And what I found out is I have to get out of my comfort zone. I got to start putting myself out there. If I'm really comfortable in life, I'm not growing. And I've had some great guests. And I said, I want to have a comedian on here. And I we go back to junior high, high school. You're one of the funniest guys I freaking know, man. And I Am thought I... about you over any comedian out there. Wow, that is... Uh... High praise and sad all at once. Um, I really, I really like the guy out front with the eye patch that parked my car with the cat in the basket. Does he, does he work here? Or? That was a nice touch. I think he lives across the way, but uh, he might work here too. He, he smelled like a peepee and a campfire, but he seemed to know what to do with my car. So. Folks, I hope you don't mind me laughing this whole hour. So. No, that's fine. That's fine. I took a couple of downers before I came in, so trying to just like. Calm down. But yeah, yeah, I think we'll be fine. I think so too. I hope I will be. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be fine. Speaking of janitor's bathroom, I might have to use the restroom in the middle of this. Yeah, just pa- push pause or whatever. Speaking of restroom, have you ever not made it to the restroom in time? Hmm. This is a weird topic to come up with right out of the gate. It was done. It's off the top. <laughs> wow. Um, funny you should mention that because I've had more instances as an adult <laughs> than, than I ever would imagine that I would have, uh, more so than a child. <laughs> more and, than the Gerber um, baby or what? I'm not proud of it, but um, I live life on the edge. And, uh, you know, not everyone can keep up with my way of life. And, uh, you know, I'm going to burn out like a supernova. But uh, <laughs> they picked me to be that person. So, oh. yeah um <laughs> that is the deep. most recent one <laughs> that's wow probably, that's probably the best way we won't count little small ones <laughs> where i could just stop and keep going that was not part of the script but that was one of the best answers you could possibly come up with um, i think <laughs> well i've had a blowout at work that was terrible <laughs> well, and, let's hear let's hear more about it <laughs> okay well we were doing training that week and um it was range day and uh I think I was sabotaged, but there's no way to prove that. So because it was pretty rough. I don't know if it was shooting guns. Well, I think someone sabotaged my lunch because I left it unattended in a C train where maybe I wasn't supposed to be in that area. And whoever's area that is was like, oh, he's going to leave his P and J in here. huh?" 
So I went in there later on, dude, and I was feeling like not good. And I took a sip of my drink and a bite of my P and J. And, uh, I was like, wow, instantly felt something wrong. <laughs> and so I passed, I surpassed the first restroom, which had just, they just got it reopened. It had been closed for like 40 years. So I was like, not going in there. I didn't want to <laughs> yeah. get bit by like a recluse or something. Wow. That's a good choice. So, well, it, it, at the time I thought it was, but it was the wrong choice. So the extra 30 seconds it took to shimmy over to the farther <laughs> restroom, I get there and I was just saying little prayers to myself the whole time in my head, like, you're going to make it be strong. And I get to the restroom and all my gear is hard to get off. You know, I have all this stuff going on. And then all of a sudden I just felt this crazy feeling in my stomach. And then my whole right boot and sock just, it just shot in there like a <laughs> rocket, dude. And uh, yeah, that was it. And then I just kind of just sat there defeated and like, just let it go. After that, you just are like, well, there it goes. Yeah, it was a fun drive home. But um, my wife, who promised me that no one would be at our house when I got there, I was like, you can never tell anyone. This is horrible. She was like, yeah, I got you. Her mom was there. <laughs> yeah. And so she's like, right after I hung up the phone, I told her everything. And I was like, no. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I know your family's the first one to yeah. rat on you when it's something funny, at least. But yeah, she had to hose me off outside like an animal, <laughs> like a baby. Yeah, I'm glad we started off with that. That's good. <laughs> that was unscripted, so, but wow. it just happened. And you are wow. very brave for telling that story. Thank you, wow. Corey. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. So I feel like somebody sent you a private DM about it. They really did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, that's one bullet for that fella. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, you won't miss that one. <laughs> so the real story is uh, you're the, one of the funniest guys I know from high school. I never got anything. That's why I got bad grades because we had a lot of classes together. Yeah. I was just laughing the whole time. Didn't we have Mr. Johnson together? Yes, we quite a few. He's probably in heaven now. Rest his soul. Yes, right sir. Now. Yes. we. So you wanted to do, I called you and you said you wanted to do stand-up comedy. Yes. And I was, I couldn't have been more thrilled because I was reaching out to you. We recently just reconnected and you said, you know, Hey, I'd love to do stand-up comedy. And I was like, dude, I think that's what you're meant to do on this earth. And what is stopping you from getting that hurdle? I don't know if anything's probably just myself. I'm sure um, <laughs> that's you know, you're the... always in your own way. So right. Just got to go down to one of these dives and just do it. I know, man. And you see the guys doing it. And I mean, well, you know, it's tough. You know, we listen to Joe Rogan, a lot of these uh, successful motivational speakers, and they're talking about, you know, it's tough. The longer you wait, the tougher it is. Yeah. And especially when we have a family, we both have wife and kids. Yes. Yeah, how you, You're married, two kids. Three kids. Three, three little boys. Three, three yeah. kids. Yeah. You've been with your wife for oh, since when it was high school. Like it was illegal <laughs> yeah. when I met. Yeah. Uh, when we got married, there was like a cop there, like not a priest. It was like there was a cop. You yeah. had to make sure it was all on the up and up. Curious, like, yes. Is she pregnant? I'm like, no, man. Like, not everybody gets married like that, brother. Yes, yeah, so three kids now. Yes, three little boys. Three Just boys. had the last one on my birthday, so I share a birthday with them. So that's kind of cool. When's your birthday? July 7th. July 7th. Yeah. Cancer so, or is that Gemini? Cancer. Cancer, yep. I'm Gemini yeah. right before you. Yeah, that's... uh. Three boys, man. You're outnumbered in the house for sure. Which, unfortunately, I looked at my horoscope today. It's three-star day. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's good. 
<laughs> I never looked too much into it. And then today I looked at it. I was like, wow, three stars. All right. There is Here some, we go. I know. I got I dove into that chapter for a while. There's a lot of shockingly relatable stuff with your sign, your your Gemini, your cancer. It it starts getting really deep. <laughs> then then uh, everyone thinks you're really crazy. <laughs> I've never worn sandals long enough to get into it, but <laughs> yeah. I it said the last part was funny. It said you should become attract more attracted to people you aren't attracted to. And I was like, well, hey, she ain't 280, she ain't a lady. That's what I thought. You know what I mean? You know, like I said, my golf coach is on here. He said, uh, I'm gonna go to the bars tonight, boys. I'm gonna get a nine. Three threes. Oh, ooh, <laughs> so the, ooh. yeah. Well, it was I've true. never been with a ten, but I've been with two fives. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's shooting. <laughs> you know, if you don't shoot for the stars, you know what I mean. You got to shoot for the stars. <laughs> yeah, and the, just like you're standing. Shoot for the moon, land on the stars. <laughs> there <Yeah>. you go. <laughs> yeah. Aim high, goals Aim high. high. Yeah. So, you know, we met in junior high through high school, and uh, to switch kind of gears. And we'll build off it. You have, you suffered a, a tragic loss of your brother, right? Yes. So how did, how did, how did that happen, man? If you don't mind talking oh, well, about it and to start off. Um, so it was spring football practice of 2001. So May, like middle of May and, uh, just at practice normal, you know, I can't remember who the coach was at the time, but, um, you you were playing football. And yeah, just spring spring training or whatever. Yeah, at Highland. It might have been Art Gonzalez. It could have been. Right. Maybe. Um, but I was just over there practicing. And my buddy comes running up, my one of my best friends, Tyler, and he's like, hey, man, you got to go right now. We got to go. Tyler Evans, yeah. And I was like, what's going on, man? And he goes, your brother wrecked your dad's car. Or like, your brother wrecked the car. Something to that effect. And I was like, oh, that dummy. He's going to make me come up with some tall tale. Like, yeah, you were with me. I was picking you, you know, some made up story. I didn't think it was anything serious. Right. And then we get to the car and his dad's driving, who I want to say at the time was legally blind. So I was like, if he's driving, something serious is going on. So his dad and him, Scott, was with Tyler. And they're like, get in. We got to go right now. So it's kind of foggy in between there. But basically, two hours after practice, we called like his aunt. Pam was dating this guy at the time who owned an airplane, which is already kind of crazy, right? right? Like a small airplane. And he told her, Hey, tell him to meet me at the, at the field over there and I'll fly him where do they need to go. So I get there and we're like, well, what's going on? Like, Hey, he was down South, uh, Riverside County got in a head on collision. It's pretty serious. How old was he at the time? Only 21. He just turned 21 that February. Wow. So, um, then, then it kind of hit, you know, you're still a kid. I'm obviously my mom's, you know, she's holding it together well enough, but you could tell she's a lot more nervous than I was. I was just a kid. Right. So, um, we all of a sudden we're in an airplane and I'm just, I don't even like flying on like a legit commercial airliner, let alone like, yeah, right. this is Jim and he's got a plane and you know, but like, thankfully all these people helped out. So very fortunate for that. Right. So, uh, we get on this guy's private plane right there at Meadowsfield, I guess is what it is. Right. Yep, yep. And next thing I know, we're like touching down in, uh, somewhere in Riverside. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you how or why just we're there. And my dad's, uh, second oldest brother, Sid, Sydney, he was there. He met my mom and I in his car to pick us up. I was like, what is going on? So he drove us 
from that location, like the, their little airport, to it was called Arrowhead, I believe, was the hospital. Really nice, like somewhere down south. You know, I don't know. Right, I couldn't yeah. tell you how to get there. I could now with my phone, but I, at <laughs> right, the time, right. I'm like, yeah, we flew here. I don't know anything about this. But right. so then we get there, and uh, that's so we were there probably three or four hours before everyone else. Right. And we get in there, and it's like as serious as it can be. You know, he's still there, which gives you hope. Like, oh, he's still here. So right. first, like, he'll make it, right? Yeah. He's only 21. He's got too much life to live. There's, this can't be it. Right. So we get up there, and it's pretty rough for a few days. Family all slowly starts trickling in. Um, my parents were kind of dealing with their own demons at the time, so it was like a, just very uh, like a cluster kind of like a dysfunctional situation before this happened. Right. So, all of it kind of came I to see, a head, right? everybody's personal demons. And it was just like, we need to come together for Chad, you know? So, um, I think by the third day, the doctor had said his swelling went down. Cause I guess it, they say when you start out with a head injury, it's like a level four is most serious. Right. So he said, yeah, it's a, looks like a level four head trauma. And it's not like movies. They don't have MacGyver come in and like drill a hole and get like a straw and save you or anything like that. They don't even mess with it. They just kind of care for him and like, yeah, we can't touch it till the swelling goes down. He, he went from a four, he dropped down to a two in the three days time, I believe. Right. Which then you have this hope, Yeah. you know, you don't know it's false hope at the time, but I'm not a doctor. I'm, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. So I had to go back for finals, I believe. Yeah. You know, probably flunked those off. Like didn't even think about it. And, um, yeah. I go home thinking, okay, he's a two, he's going to be fine. So I get back. In the next, I think the next day or within the next two days, my buddy's mom comes and gets me from school. So I knew like, okay, this isn't good. I had a bad feeling as it was. And uh, Sandy, she's one of the best people you could ever know, comes and gets me. She's real sweet. She's calm. Hey, I need you to come to my house. You need to call your mom immediately. And I was just like, okay, here we go, dude. Mm. So we went over there and uh, went to his house, Tyler and house and uh she let me go into an office and then when i went in there she like shut the doors by oh, myself man. and i was like oh dude so you know call my mom and it's like he didn't make it and basically the doctors told them and i you know when you're young you're not thinking about what your parents are going through you can't really know that till you're a parent right yeah for sure now i, I can't imagine something like that happening yeah you step in front of a train for your kids yeah. so you have all these you go through all these selfish feelings of why is this happening to me? You question a lot of things. I mean, it happens to a lot of people. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. So you just kind of feel like you're the only one going through this suffering. And I just remember she told me, yeah, you didn't make it and just kind of broke down. And then the rest of that day was just kind of a blur. And how but, old were you at the, at the time? I was almost 16. So it's like 15 and a half. Right. Yeah. You know? I remember, I remember when that happened, I didn't know if it was freshman or sophomore year. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, that was a tough time. I remember that happening. It felt so terrible about the situation. I know my uh, my stepbrother, Ryan, was... Ryan was, showed up, too. He came and sat with Chad at the hospital. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so that's a, you know, difficult time. You know, I've been through a lot, too, and people always ask, like, Mike, why are you so happy all the time, you know, for what you've been through? And I don't know what it is. Maybe you just you choose to be happy. Or well, you it's, just, you it's choose... easy to go down a dark path, like... Right. You could just say, oh, I'm going to give up. You know, a lot of people choose that. But, you know, if you have anything 
about yourself that you want to get up. Like I got to get up and get out of this funk, move on with my life. Cause life keeps going. That's the one thing you realize right away. Right. A new movie came out. There was a birthday party, a barbecue. You're like, yeah, dude, no, no one's going to wait. Yes. Um, you know, you it's up get to up. you. Yeah. Get up off your, wipe your butt off and dust off the bootstraps or whatever, you right. know, and get going. <laughs> but, um, well you did, you turned it around, man. And you, you, you came back and uh, everyone greeted you back with open arms and, you know, you kind of came back as yourself, like funny, goofy comedian guy. And uh, but oh, you're also a amazing human being, you know, so we never, oh, never thought different of, of that. So when someone says you're goofy or something like that, it's not. Hopefully my wife will watch this and she'll be like, you know what? He's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so I you, lied to her. She thinks I'm getting food or something. She's like, you're going to go get dinner. Right? I was like, yeah. She's like, I'm starving. I go, I know, I know. The traffic's crazy right now. I'll be right back. <laughs> so it's a funny question. So uh, from zero to 10, how hard? Wow. Of a okay. We're going out of the darkness. Now. <laughs> yes. All right. How hard of a trier are you? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, what are we talking Since about here? Um, so, uh, Oh, like man. <laughs> Yike. A trier? Like, am I a go-getter type of person? So here's why. I, I switched topics. I just got trier of the month at work. Oh, wow. Three months in a, in a row. You're that guy? <laughs> it's only three parking spots down from employee of the month. Do, did you and, notice other people like change their attitude towards you? Well, I'm the only one that works there too. So oh, that's oh, not, well. and I do sales. So you, you got first place out of one person. Yeah. That's pretty good. And I gave myself the award. Oh, wow. Oh, that's not bad. Sometimes you got to reward yourself. Uh, I don't know. I guess if it depends on the matter, sometimes I can be go extra, be a super duper doer, you know, tryers try doers do, but, um, well, it depends on the circumstances, I guess. Well, I want you to try hard on this comic role. We're uh, going to get you out of your comfort zone and get you up on stage. I uh, ran into Chris Kuhara, and uh, I was calling the guys last night. I called Kyle Kuhara. I called Chris. And That's a ja Japanese name? <laughs> yeah. That's quite Kuhara. a name. Kuhara. Wow. <laughs> yes. You don't hear that one too Even often. Ice Cube is part of that Ice Cube song. Kuhara. You know, oh, they have that? Exactly. Oh, wow. So yeah, it's a tall, it's a mixture. So yes, we're going over stories. Kyle Kuhara is like, oh my gosh, you're having course. Is that the there. little Japanese guy that looks Mexican with an afro? We don't really know what he is. You could tell that we're all friends. Yes. Yeah, he built like a hobbit. <laughs> yeah, perfect. There you go. He yeah. nailed it. A Mexican hobbit. So I was asking him what stories you would you like to tell about Corey Chappelle and the first one he came up with is speeding down Auburn and your guys underwear with a penguin attached to the top of the car oh yes and I didn't believe him and then Kyle we got pulled over right you got pulled over oh, yes yeah. uh, explain that I was story with Chris, I believe yes um my so after my brother passed away uh my parents like I think a lot of parents that it doesn't work out too well and they kind of grow apart after that I don't know if it's self-blame or what, but ended up living with like fast forward a little bit. My mom and I are living in like an apartment together, like around 9-11 times. You know what I mean? And so then like now looking back, I realized how hard my mom, like she did everything she could. You know, at the time, you're just a stupid, spoiled kid. And like, I need to go to football practice. And she's trying to maintain and just like lost her firstborn getting a divorce julie is incredible you know she's always been a sweetheart every time you see her she's just so freaking has so much life well so we we lived in this apartment together off of auburn and she got a uh like a 
newer Volkswagen Jetta or something stick shift. Right. And when like, she'd go to bed, Chris would come over and we'd just like sneak out and take the car. Right. Like, you know, we're like 16 and uh, we're going, I think we went to Carl's jr. I want to say, and we tied like a penguin to the car Yeah, and we shot back up going way like hundred miles an hour, probably 60 miles over the speed limit. Right. And, um, I think the limitations on that are past, right? Like <laughs> yeah. So anyway, a sheriff pulls us over, right? Yes. And he's just like, what tarnations you, I should arrest you right now. <laughs> Both of you. We were like in our underwear. I was like, please don't do that. <laughs> and, um, he, I thought he let me off with a warning. So about a year goes by, I go down to the police station. I'm like, Hey, I got this funny thing in the mail. It says my license is, ex- or, um, not expired, but uh, there was like a hold on my license, right? And the lady goes, hold on, don't move, sir. I might have to arrest you. I'm like, what? So I'm thinking, I got to get out of here. But it was just a hold. I had to go down to the DMV, took care of it, whatever. But oh, dodged yeah. that bullet, right? What was on top of your car? What was it, a penguin? I hear, I don't well, know. Chris what... had like a Christmas decoration, I think from, I think it was his parents. It's probably a $100, you know, home goods <laughs> yeah. special. That his parents were like, oh, we finally got that penguin. Oh, good special. And we uh, we tied it to the car, and it was just all jacked up. And we'd, like, hit it with the car, tie it on the hood. Like, you know, stuff you can't really do now. You get in trouble. But, yeah, it was, like, our special Christmas penguin. Yes, I thought Chris was – it was a little foggy on what was happening. And then I called Kyle Kuhara, and he sends me this picture, which <laughs> we'll talk about in a little bit. But he confirmed the story separately, not even talking to each other, that he – Kyle was involved by coming and having to help, help you guys out. Arrest- Kyle had a lot of unsolicited pictures of us as underage boys, which is <laughs> yeah. also now I look back, it's uh, it's an awakening to think about. But uh, yeah, for some reason, when we weren't paying attention, he'd have like one of those disposable cameras and he'd just take pictures of <laughs> Well, he's got some really good ones because you're perfectly square in the photo and everything. Oh, wow, that's yeah, weird. perfectly framed up perfect. <laughs> I think he was battling demons himself at the time, but I think he's okay now. That's good. Let's hope. Let's hope so. Yeah. Maybe when he comes on, we can talk to him about it. <laughs> yes. So I know in high school, man, uh, you introduced everyone to a lot of oddball movies. Oh yeah. And maybe that was your way of dealing with some some things, dealing with your demons. I had. A, I was building a barrier around myself. Like I was trying to be funny, but really I was like inside. I was hiding. Like sorry to laugh. So it's all right. <laughs> I'm crying inside, so it's okay. <laughs> Uh, I think I built like this barrier around myself. There's probably a deeper psyche to it. I don't, I'm not educated enough to explain on, but yeah. <laughs> so you didn't watch any educational films. I, I, I saw, have you ever seen Deliverance? Unfortunately. Okay. That's what I said. I saw that at a probably very, at your house. <laughs> yeah, probably in the den. Um, my dad left it on the VHS, just like in that old, dirty, like brown 70s tape holder. And I put it in and push play. And I was like, well, this is a good movie. You know, these guys going on a canoe trip and it did not end good. And uh, (laughs) I saw that movie way too young. (laughs) Yes, you did. It was deliverance. And then just like overdose on pro wrestling. So not good for a young mind. (laughs) You know, that's both of us, man. And uh, you introduced me to the weirdest movie ever. uh, Kids. Oh, yeah. And you don't remember it, but I was over over your house and we're hanging out. I thought we were going to play video games, but no, we're watching kids. And, uh, thank you for that. I really appreciate that. It ruined well, me for about three, three months. Um, <laughs> I wish I could go back and talk to both young myself and Mike and 
save us, but I can't. But I apologize. <laughs> but look how good you turned out. I know, right? I yeah. know. One of the you, few. Yeah, no HIV, right? No. <laughs> thank Me goodness. Neither. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That, that movie actually probably saved us. It probably did. Yeah, blessing in disguise. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> so, what is your favorite movie? You had so many. Oh man, it's that's a tough one. I I'm a movie buff, but uh, yes, that is part of the. I'll tell you what I don't like. It'd be easier. How about that? Yeah. Okay. I like Any it. Anytime they go to outer space, I'm done. Like piranhas in space, Jason in space, I'm out. That's when I'm like, that's it, dude. <laughs> that okay. I don't care if space comes here, like critters. Right. And we're like, all oh, these critters are coming. Bars. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Like we got to stop these aliens. We work as a team. But when we leave earth, like fast and furious made it to space. I was done <laughs> at like four. Dude, they're in outer space, dude. I'm out. It's like that people that vape, like grown men. You guys don't vape, right? No, nope, we don't. Look me in the eye. Tell me. No way. No. Does I she vape? Tried it once. Made me sick. What they can't see. There's a guy in the corner thrusting his pelvis at us. He looks like he vapes. <laughs> i don't trust him yeah i don't i can't do i can't put up with people that vape i can see it yeah uh, when we go to outer space in movies okay but not like apollo 13 that was real right they had to go to space for you know learn stuff that's real that's a true story yeah yeah like, we got to go up there and get dressed from the moon and then that what happened happened you know ran into some trouble <laughs> so what what's your fear with the space movie you just don't like them what's i just uh... i'm out dude like it doesn't have to go that far you know what i mean <laughs> right. you shouldn't have your uh Dodge Charger in space. I agree. What are we doing? I think you and Elon Musk grew up a little differently. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> wow. So. But yeah, definitely. So I had like to get you're that more, out mainly was about I don't like people to vape. Sorry. <laughs> so you're more of like a Boogie Nights type of guy. Keep it grounded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a dark comedy where it's a serious film, but there's little sprinkles of hilarity throughout right <laughs> yes like that movie's great i don't know when last time you watched it was but uh full of chock full it's like shrek for adults <laughs> chock full of adult humor you know what I mean? uh, exactly yes <laughs> right and it has a good ending like yeah. it, and everyone was good at the end i know it's yeah that rap scene or the singing singing scene was pretty bad <laughs> yeah you got the touch yeah i actually like that part <laughs> that was good the, the firecracker part where they keep going off oh, that still man. sticks in my head every time i hear a firecracker but he went you know we saw dirt go through the highs and the lows of the industry and he came out on top man yes. karate marky mark yeah man. so if you were going to be a star in a movie what kind of what kind of what would you what would you hallucinate what would your hallucination be in my in a movie yeah if i was in a movie? if you're the star of the movie oh man um probably like that dirty bad guy in dennis the menace <laughs> nothing like a background guy remember with the apple and the yeah. knife yeah oh, God. or yes. um have you ever seen Doom Generation? No, see the oddball movies. I'm this is what I'm talking about. Can't even talk about that. It's too hot for TV. <laughs> that one is pretty tough. Uh, maybe like a blockbuster, like a Jurassic Park type. You know? I got you. Yeah, like I feel like I could be good, like an adventurer, and say like help get out of the situation. So you're talking about like a superhero? No, no, just like how Doctor Grant helped those two dumb kids. You know, he like saved them. <laughs> he didn't even know them. He's well, like, come with me, dummies. I I was talking to some people. Just speaking of good photography, um, Kyle sent me a picture of you as um, Captain. Was it Captain Condom? 
Yeah, that would be it. Yes. So I was thinking maybe that was who you want to star in a movie as. You know, I I didn't stress enough, but the Kuahara family has helped me out big time. Like more than they were like a second family after all my stuff happened. I lived with them as well, so I can't leave that out. Um, that was kind of my other my second home because uh, when my parents were going through their stuff, I was like, I can't stay with these people. This is crazy. Which staying at your buddy's house when you're in high school is a bad idea too. But yes. They're normal, which they were going through their own stuff. To me, like their stuff seemed great compared to what I was living with at the time, like a lot of dysfunction. Right. So going over there was like, I can stay with these people. It's an escape. I don't have to worry about it. Probably not the best thing. I was right there with you. I went yeah. and stayed over there as well. And, you know, I was going through my troubles as well. And but I mean, like it was a good place for all, all of us to get together and do some really stupid, fun stuff. Terry, actually, at no cost of mine made me a cardboard cutout of that picture like a six foot ca- captain condom well it's going to be on this it's going to be on the oh, open wow, on the opener good. so oh, wow. everyone will get to see that maybe wow. i'll call terry and I see if he has home it from school um for wearing that i can't remember the lady's name little short gal with a boy's haircut pe teacher lady like retired rv <laughs> yeah. haircut. and uh she sent me home because i was wearing my my sport cup on the outside of my clothes she's like you can't do that so whatever i think she just had a thing against men anyway right the older i've got the more i realize it and that's fine now but everyone wasn't as open back in those days no yeah dude so i've been studying how to just enjoy life i'm sure you have to uh live to the max honestly since i was like 13 i don't you were it sounds like you're about 16 when you made that decision uh just trying to be the best version of myself discovering my purpose in life Everyone needs help uh, along the way. Oh, we absolutely. all have even the Kuharas. And, you know, what I've kind of found out is I am I feel like I'm a connector. I feel like that I got to do something that's connecting. So this podcast, um, connecting people to share their story or connecting someone to find what drives them. Hopefully mm-hmm. someone in the audience can learn or laugh or get through a tough time. So connecting someone with an experience. And like I keep saying, man, I hope I connect you to maybe chase your dreams and chase everyone else's hopes for you to become a stand-up comedian. Yeah. And uh, you know, I keep putting pressure on it, but or I know cars you would like be... the guy up front. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Aim high, right? <laughs> well, you're already successful, so uh it's all um uphill from here. Yeah, hopefully so. Um one thing I've noticed over the last few years of all this craziness was uh I think Oildale took the hardest hit. When the trout sign went missing, dude, I didn't think they were going to recover, man. (laughs) That is, uh, they should have their own mayor. So many memories just pop up with trout's pop comes to play, comes to mind. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of my bosses at work was um, his parents. He said that he was like conceived back there behind the building. Doesn't surprise me. That's like a romance story. Never found shoes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Roamed around. (laughs) Yeah. He ended up being a real pistol, that guy. But he's, he's probably man. Right. He's probably the guy that took the sign. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. had sentimental value. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they ever recovered that sign. I hope they do. Whoever's out there with the trout sign, come on, man. <laughs> come on. Just leave it at the door. Return it. <laughs> yeah. Just leave it at the door. No questions asked. So, who's your favorite comedian? You'd say. Oh man, that's just like movies. Um, yikes! Now I would have to say Theo Vaughn. Dude, pound for pound, like solemn over here, twenty bucks. The best, the best I've seen for the least amount of money. A lot of the bigger guys are kind of they they let you down a little bit. I agree. And, and it's hundred bucks. You know, you're like, whoa, that was not worth a hundred bucks. Yeah. Uh, Felipe Esparza is great. Right. Um. Of course, Richard Pryor. Oh, absolutely. Eddie Murphy. They don't make him like they used to. They can't. 
even, even say I think what they used when I was to. a kid, I thought Sinbad was good. Now I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> well, he, yeah, he was actually at the Tumblr. Oh, really? Yeah, was he? he came here about wow. two years ago. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but Sinbad and Houseguest was that was an awesome, awesome oh. role there. Or what's the jingle all the way? Jingle all yeah. the way, yes, classic Turbo Man, Turbo <laughs> Man. Yeah, he's yeah. like the, the mailman. That's but, right. Um, yeah, Richard Pryor would have to be number one. Even John Leguizamo was great. Like a lot of them were really great in the middle. Martin was great. Yes. And then they end up doing these silly kid movies and it kind of kills their career. You're like, man, just give us one more special. Yes. But, you know, they get, oh, they make too much money. They're not hungry anymore. But it's crazy. Yeah, there's some great girls. I mean, too many to name. But right now I like Theo Vaughn a lot. Theo Vaughn, I know he's so witty. just off the ball. So shocks you what he says. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, I was just actually watching him today and yesterday. And uh, I watched a couple of stand-ups. The stand-ups... I think aren't as good as him on a podcast or a guest on a podcast, but they're still great. Bill Burr would be oh, another yeah, one. Exactly. He's kind of like the legend after the old legends died off in between. Um, I can't even think of everybody. Well, dude, speaking of, uh, you know, you being on stage, you've been on the stage before. Have you, I? You performed Vanilla oh, Ice yes, yes. in high school. You, what, what, the gong I, show. <laughs> the that gong like, show. Not a lot of people are willing to admit when they peaked. I think that was it for me. <laughs> Dude, that was it. Um, that was my ceiling. But, yeah, we got a couple buddies together. Some some guys I'm still great friends with to this day. And um, I think one of the guys... He had a secret he didn't want to tell us, but he's like, you guys want to come over and dance? And we're like, yeah, dude. <laughs> we just thought he was like goofing around, you know? And so we go over there and we do this like choreographed dance. I think boy bands were hot at the time, so it seemed acceptable. So we didn't look at it from any other angle. Like, yeah, these guys are getting chicks and they're dancing. It's obviously like to what tough guys do. Yep. So we did that. And then uh, we picked that song. I mean, it's a classic, right? You're going to have one hit. Yes, I size baby. I mean, it was stolen from like three other people, but yeah, yeah, you know, it's his. I know my one of my favorite movies is, uh, uh, that's my boy. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, the come 5. on, Vanilla, Vanilla Bean Latte, come on. That is a good that stuff like that. Um, Andy Samberg, right? Yes, and Adam Kroll or Adam uh, Adam Adam Sandler, Sandler, yeah, his dad. Yeah, he like shows up with all the stuff in a trash bag. <laughs> yes, that's great. As a I can relate the whole movie. Yeah, I could relate. Yeah. <laughs> He shows up with the 5.0 at the end. Yes. Yeah, that's great. That, like, Grandma's Boy stuff like that are great. I, yes. I love when they bring back the old stars like that. Vanilla Ice played an awesome part in that one. Oh, yeah. He said he gets uh, he gets charged every time the movie, the uh, songs play Vanilla Ice. Oh, he loses From Shook, yeah. Oh, from, all the way from prison? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yep. So wow. He gets screwed on that contract. Dang. Good for <laughs> Shook Knight, though, huh? Yeah, yeah good for him. Cashing in. <laughs> So what is the most awkward moment of your life? Right now, I'd say. For sure right now. No. Um, oh, there's been many. There's so many. Um, wow. I don't even know. My wife has caught me doing all, all sorts of stuff. Uh, I can't even. I don't even want to get into it. But you know what? God bless her. She never judged me and just was like, what were you doing? I was like, oh, there. I was wrestling a spider in, on my shorts. In the middle of the night, she's like, you jumped up so fast and turned the TV <laughs> off. I, like, turned it off with my toe. Did your yeah. mother-in-law walk in and she tell her all about it? Uh, no, I probably, <laughs> but um, they don't, they're they're good people. They try not to judge too much, you know. But um, <laughs> I actually went to a young lady's house in high school who I was courting at the time. 
and uh, I think we liked each other. Do you, yeah, we, you've been watching Bridgerton, or what? Court, we were courting at the time, <laughs> yeah. and so I went over there, and she uh, was like, "You should bring a movie. You have all these great movies." And like you said earlier, not I'm not the guy to ask. Hey, bring the movie. Like, <laughs> right. like you tell me, like, hey, why don't you bring the solo cups? And that's it. We'll yeah. take care. Hey, and so, don't bring the plates. We don't. You don't you show up late, and we'll be mad at you. I get to her house, and her dad's there, of course, because we're too young to be alone at a house together. And uh, I was like, oh, he'll appreciate. I'm thinking in my mind, because, you know, I had a skewed view of what was okay to watch with people because I watched Deliverance at a young age. And I thought, (laughs) this guy's going to love this movie. Her dad, he'll get it, right? Right. So, like you said earlier, we watched Boogie Nights. And um, that's a miss on movies to bring over on a date night to a young lady's (laughs) house. And you're trying to impress her dad or her parents or whoever's there or her step parents. Don't bring Boogie Nights over. And we watched it to completion, unedited. I think I had the special edition, like the Mark Wahlberg, like Marky Mark edition or something. <laughs> it had like extended scenes. And so it got to the ending and we were all just kind of in shock. And then her dad just kind of slapped his legs and goes, well, looks like uh, it's time to go home, huh? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's time to go. So that was not a good movie. Happily ever after. I think that was the last time I saw any of those people alive. But yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. that that I don't think that movie ever made it to his collection. <laughs> no. I like, and I went and up and got it. I'm like, oh, righty. Put it back in. Thanks a lot for the few times. He didn't say bye to you. Just watch you walk away. He seemed like he had high hopes when I came in. Like what position, uh, football player are you? Or no, no way, me too. Like he was like, "Wow, this is great." Yes. And then we, as the movie went on, man, that was the hopes dwindled. <laughs> Speaking of football, I called Nick Vallejo, and uh, he said you guys met and relig- religiously watched WWF. Oh, absolutely. Events, Before and- the World Wildlife Foundation messed around and sued him like yeah, a that- bunch of crooks. Yes. It's still the W W W. You don't say W, it's WWF. <laughs> w World Wrestling Federation, okay? <laughs> I don't know what this WWE, John Cena, they got, you know, girls on there now. And uh, yeah, it's not, it's, when it was good, and even before that, old, old wrestling, you know, with the nasty uh, boys and all when, the good stuff. But when yes, they turned to WWE, it kind of kind of started going downhill after that. I'm pretty sure Nick watched Deliverance at the house, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you purposely showed all of us that movie. Yeah, I didn't want to be the only one. Like, man, you guys got to see what they do to this fella in the woods, man. Yes, I know. He said you guys used to, you met and then religiously watched WWF together a ton. It was $29.99 on pay-per-view. You guys would go down and get a chicken sandwich. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you guys went to Longfellow School together, played football, and he thinks you were his blind side. <laughs> oh, my. He said I'm like the blindside guy yeah but worse he said he's never he's never been sacked so many times that's not true that's not true he would yeah he'd always come over and like oh he he was that guy that would show up with like his hair done up nice like i didn't know it at the time but he was one of those metro dudes i wasn't i didn't know what that word meant i'm like man this guy smells good yeah cool yeah cool water cologne remember that yes I, i even think he bought so much cool water they gave him a cool water duffel bag they don't just give those out. <laughs> wow. So like he'd come over and I'm like, man, my friend's weird. You know what I mean? But he's cool. Like I didn't want to judge him. Like he's my friend. I'm like, man, he always smells nice. His shirts are ironed, you know? And I think he portrayed this tough guy on the outside, but on the inside, I think he just needed a hug. Like he's a teddy bear. <laughs> so he'd always come over and want to wrestle. And 
you'd be like, let's wrestle. Take your shirt off all greased up. I'm like, hey, man, we're just watching Royal Rumble, bro. What are you doing? So I'd have, I'd have to kind of like hold him down and, you know what I mean? Be smells kind, so good. Yeah, kind of, kind of like big brother him a little bit. Hey, man, I think I'm like five days older, so I was like, you know, I made a oh, lot yeah. of the choices. The more mature ones. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, you guys. He was trying to sack me, I think, when he'd come over. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Not on my I'll, watch. I'll, the word metro is, uh, that's a, that's a good word there. Yeah, he had like three polo shirts on with the collar pop. And this is at a young age. Wow. He probably ended up vaping, huh? Nick, I hope you're enjoying this story. Is Nick here. vaping? <laughs> no. I got to ask no, him in person. He, does, he doesn't he doesn't vape. No, he does not. <laughs> no, I had some of my best times with Nick, man. He's another great person who is like a brother, you know, another another uh not by blood, but a brother from another mother, I guess people say, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, you guys also saw that when Stone Cold came to town and they he fought Booker T at oh, a yeah. Green Frog. Green Frog market. <laughs> yes. Nick was the only friend that I never worried when he'd come over and my dad would be on one of his episodes in his underwear. I was just like, it's cool. It's just Nick, right? Nick, you're around a lot of testosterone in that yeah. house with him. Yeah. And then he'd be in his underwear, like wanting to wrestle. I'm like, hey, right. man, my dad's just trying to go to work, bro. Put put your shirt back on. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, speaking of brothers, man. Um, yeah, Ryan Hammond. We, oh, yes. we definitely got to pay a tribute to him uh, since we're sitting here together. And, you know, he's my stepbrother, really good friend of yours. And I recently just passed away. But um, man, amazing memories with him, like oh, our whole life. I watch his YouTube. Do you, have you seen his YouTube videos of him doing his knife? He goes over like different knives and reviews them. I, I have. I actually. I don't know if I'll I've send. Seen them. I have some. I'll send them to you. But they're pretty great. But was Kakuhara recording too? No, I don't think <laughs> Kyle and Ryan never met. Thankfully um, um, enough, but, but too uh, too old. Yeah. Kyle was hanging out with a lot of those Metro type dudes, I, I really, but at the time they seemed cool. But then you get older and you're like, well, that dude was kind of Metro. You know what I mean? So my brother and Ryan had become friends, obviously from high school, they were kind of the loner crowd, you know, like the freaks and the geeks and whatever. Right. Not Metro. Right. <laughs> the, the guys like looking at everybody from afar, you know, kind of the, the cool nerds, I guess they'd go smoke behind um, Circle K in that dirty little alleyway right cigarettes. there. Cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're going to go smoke some cigarettes. Malts. But, uh, yeah, I met Ryan. He came over one day and he was sitting on my porch and he's like, hey, man, I'm going to show you a kung fu move. I was like, what? And anytime you meet someone like that, <laughs> that's say, a friend forever. You, you say yes. Yeah. So he did some movie like Trip Me and like Karate Chop My Neck. And then he helped me up and he's like, you're all right, man. I was like, yeah. And then like forever, from then on, he was like a legend. You know what I mean? Yes. But gosh, you know, people like that, when you lose them in your life, you do anything to have them for one more hour. Yeah. You know, but yeah, Ryan, definitely a brother to me. And I think about him every day, man. Every time you uh, barbecue a tri-tip for sure and drink a Budweiser. Or do something that you are ashamed of alone <laughs> right. you can't tell anyone about right i have i saved all his text messages and you know probably i'll have them forever but yeah i mean when he's the kind of guy he gift you a samurai sword you know what i mean yes you don't meet a lot of people like that i had a similar story of just him. never he never had a cool water duffel bag we'll just say that <laughs> no he did not no he i don't only, even think he owned cologne he had 18 or 30 pack or 12 pack of Budweiser. <laughs> yeah. that was his uh his Cool water. Tiger oh, tattoo on one leg. Gift. And Budweiser on the Maybe other. Maybe a Marlboro jacket back in the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the one you had to smoke with the cash to earn. Yes. Marlboro bucks or whatever. Yes. 
Well, man, uh, great times with him, and uh, yeah, he will be missed. Um, he was always talking that we we needed to go with you on a little boat fishing trip. So man, we, that was one thing we'd wish we could have done. So I was like, there's so many things when someone is gone you wish you could have done, and absolutely. that's why you just uh, like this. You got to take advantage of it. I don't want to miss oh, yeah. one week. I want to get everybody I want on the show and need and uh, someone that was important to me in my life. You were definitely important to me as far as just making me laugh and uh, through tough times and hopefully someone that can uh, deal with that right now. So, absolutely. Well, and you know, you kind of gravitate towards people that are going through stuff at home and those people kind of click. You don't realize it at the time. Like no one's asking like, hey, what's going on at your house? Like, oh, it's crazy and horrible, but you know, you can kind of get each other's humor. Yes. And maybe that's not everyone's thing, but that's fine. Right. That's fine too. Well, WWF definitely helped us do some tough times yeah, too yeah, in yeah. movies. But dude, we in high school, me, you and Chris and uh, you know, Charles, and we had a lot of people over that house and <clears throat> we did some really, really fun stuff that was like kind of jackasses ish. A lot of and I didn't just remember it. a lot of like shirtless wet trampoline days wow. just kind of like spraying each other with water kyle would be spraying us with like one of those misters it was weird right i don't remember though, he was dry that, but... he was always dressed and recording it was nick over there smelling like cool water or what? Nick, nick smelling like a little angel with his perfectly cut curly hair i remember i was thinking more of he like, has an angel's head of hair he does, he does. i was thinking more of like uh mud skiing down the hill uh, jumping that white car uh, in the fields. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Getting man. pulled on the water skis in Highland parking lot. Uh, yeah, definitely those, doing some. I remember one night we went to um, University Park, and it was like three in the morning. You know, like you go to the park at night, <laughs> right. and uh, we were sober. We were just like kids. We weren't even like crystal meth. We didn't know what that was yet. No way. And uh, no. we're at the park playing catch. And I remember Devin Watkins was there. Yes, there you go. Old DW. And he I'm like, go deep, Devin. And I threw I threw a pass and he went out. He's not the most athletic guy. And he doesn't look, I mean, he's an athlete, don't get me wrong. But yeah. if you look, if you judge the book by its cover, <laughs> right. not a super athlete, right? So he does a beautiful dive to catch it. I don't know why he did that. And he hits the light post at the park, the like blue one in the middle of University Park. And it shakes and the light Man, goes University out. Park. And yeah, I cracked his head open his dad had to come get him he's like i reckon you boys should go home <laughs> yeah i guess sir. man well uh never seen him again either after that speaking of that yeah we're... <laughs> i don't know where he yeah, he could be in heaven no i see uh, we just uh, became friends on facebook i don't know for some reason oh like, he's doing he's alive he is alive oh, yeah, yes Devin Watkins. <laughs> another great story before i forget a quick one um do you remember james sanchez yeah so I don't even know if we should share this. No, so anyway, <laughs> we were out with Devin's older brother, toilet paper, you know, TP in houses and stuff like you do. And uh, James <laughs> no, went a normal little... Normal Tuesday night, yeah. Went a little extra, and it was Tessa's parents' house, right? And they, they were my behind-the-alley neighbors. And James went a little extra that night and did a few extra things he shouldn't have done. Well, he dropped his school ID on the ground, which is hilarious. So we leave. We're like, yeah, we got away with it. The next day at school, they call us all up to the office. James is already sitting there all like broken. I'm pretty sure Larson broke him. And I'm like, oh, he freaking oh, ratted, dude. Mr. Larson, yeah. He they, got me a few times too. They uh, they said, yeah, we found your buddy's um, school ID on the ground. 
And what do you have to say for yourself, Mr. Sanchez? He said, man, looks like someone stole my gym shorts and went and framed me. <laughs> I was like, well, pretty good. Like, that is. I mean, to save everyone on that moment. But yeah, they were like, no, that's not true. So, And then we had to like sit there while they called the mom all ashamed. That was an awkward moment in life. Yeah, yeah. Yes. A lot of awkward oh, moments. Uh, Corey, my neighbor, you're such a sweet boy. I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was tough, but. <laughs> so uh what do you do for a living now what do i do for well to quote my good friend um tom trinity um i take bad guys to jail and bad girls to bed you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah let's leave it at that i love it or maybe it's the other way around i think his version <laughs> is bad guys to bed but yeah however you want to slice that <laughs> i love it so yeah i call one of your uh <laughs> Your uh, co-workers, yeah. <laughs> and he told me uh, you had just started, you're a rookie, and some guy had knocked over a locker. Oh, man. <laughs> so I, this, oh, man, this guy was great. Older gentleman. These are like guys that could be our dads type of dude. <laughs> right. And so they don't really have a lot of energy to put up with our shenanigans. And uh, I like the guy. We we became good friends and stuff. But oh, sure. Early on, it was touch and go. His name's Davenport. Um we he's on one of those weird like he's not on normal social media he's on like one of those secret ones <laughs> yeah. i got you yeah you got to know like the lines from uh, dukes of hazard to like get into the gotcha, club. yeah yeah Some alex so, jones stuff yeah deep, yeah. He's, deep, yeah he's deep deep water gotcha. so he came in all pissed off i think he thought we did something to his locker and he blamed me of course you know because i'm like laughing my head off we're just yep. in there screwing around and he goes is this your lunch bill? And I'm like, does it look like it? And he assumed that meant, yeah. <laughs> so there's a brand new guy in the other room who's like just sitting there and like, I'm going to have my lunch here in any minute now. He takes that guy's brand new lunch bill. I don't even know the guy. I, I never seen that guy again either after this day. And slam dunks it in a dirty trash can that already has like wet food and stuff. In it. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like, ooh, that wasn't my lunch bill. And then you hear this little voice from the other room. It's like, hey, that was my lunch bill. I was like, dang, you're a jerk. So <laughs> yeah. He takes it out of the, the guy that slammed it, Davenport, takes it out of the trash and he's like dusting it off. He's like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. Oh, my gosh. I'll, I'll buy you lunch and all this stuff. I was like, dang, you're a jerk, bro. And he didn't talk to me for like two weeks, but. We, it was all good. You know, like I said, that other guy was just kind of a traveler, so we didn't have to see him anymore. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, yeah, he's all right. He's going to be all right. But, yeah, I never seen that guy either, man. I don't know what <laughs> they did to him after that. I was like, dang, they're going to fire old boy for doing that. Your lunch is, like, sacred. You know what I mean? <laughs> man. So... Oh, man. So uh, this is always a question I asked everybody on that comes to the show is, what do you love about Bakersfield? Oh, gosh. And uh, I was looking forward to what you had to say. Wow. Um, where do I start? I mean, the teaser pleasers, uh, the, ri the river, the river, right? Yeah, the river, of course, the river, the canyon. Um, the summers are great, right? Right. Yeah. Yes. I mean, cool breeze all through the summer. I can't wait to see my bill in the next three, four months <laughs> on my PG&E. But uh, no, honestly, it's not that bad. I don't want to knock this town, man. <laughs> no. It's funny, like when I grew up, remember Simpsons? They lived next door to Shelbyville. It yes. was like the hillbilly <laughs> hick town. That's like our oil dill. Yeah. Like that's where Springfield, there's Shel Shelbyville, right? Yes. Um, it still has a small town vibe. It's starting to lose that vibe. 
but it's getting bigger. depending on what side of town you live on, you can kind of shoot to the store. If you need something from the store real quick, you can really do it in five, 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, there's not a traffic jam. There's not this or any, like it still feels like you can get around and it's not too congested. Yeah. Uh, it's home, man. I mean, it's just, it's, it is what it is. I had no choice in the matter. My parents obviously <laughs> gave up trying and just stopped here. You know what I mean? No, <laughs> you could have been, you could always be uh, the guy from trouts. I was born behind trouts. So yeah. That's I'm good. doing better than him. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so uh, born behind trout better than in trouts though. I suppose. Yes. Well, um, I don't know if this is going to be serious or not, because I don't think there's a serious question for you, but uh, what would you say drives you? To be the best version of yourself. Wow, that's a good question. I think at uh, different levels of life, that question changes every day, every year, every six years. Yeah. Obviously, when you're a kid, you're very small-minded, very uh, selfish. You have a lot of like big ideas, but not much to do with it. Right. But as a, fast forward to now, as a father and a husband, um, just be a good dad to my kids, which is a struggle. No matter how good you think you're doing it, you could always do better. Right. Right. And you think you always tell yourself, I don't want to make the mistakes my parents did. And then you end up being that same person. I'm like, turn the light off. Jeez. <laughs> exactly. Hey, who, who left the sink running? Like stuff that you never thought would matter. Yeah. It matters, dude. You're like, yes. Hey, I like, we're, you know, there's not, I don't got money growing on a tree outside. Chill. Yes. But, uh, you try to pull it, reel it in and, you got to be an example for them, you know, especially have three little boys, man. Yeah. And hopefully send three productive adult young men into the world. Exactly. And uh, yeah, I mean, I guess right now just to be a good dad and to have a good, to live every day, like it might be your last, you know what I mean? Right. So well, I got asked, I got asked one question one time, like, Hey Mike, you know, why are you funny? Like, you know, um, it's, and are, do you, what was your answer being funny? And I was like, well, I, I think I studied comedy. I mean, I watched nothing but comedy shows. And last year, I, did, I wasn't in my funny stage. I was kind of finding, experimenting a lot about life. And I wasn't, I realized I wasn't watching a lot of comedy. Oh, so, really? Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's not a lot of great comedy movies out right now. It seems like there's less and less coming out. Yeah. But I think that's was part of it, watching the movies. Do you feel like you studied comedy? Like, would you say that's an answer or how? I think you do like um, subconsciously. You're yep. watching it and you're kind of like that's zoned so funny in, you said but that. Yes. you're not like I'm not taking notes or anything, right? But um, you know, you don't want to because I think if you go too deep, you might end up copying on accident. Like, hey, you kind of sound like this guy. Like, oh, yeah, you don't want to do stealing his stuff on like on accident. You don't right. want to do that either. But yeah, I don't know. I just it is what it is. You know, I watch it for what it is and I enjoy it. No, I I do believe that. You are who you surround yourself with because either people support you, lift you up, um, what you listen to, like people that watch the news seem to be talking about the news a lot, which is yeah. usually bad news. Um, it's about I time we finally got that. Now we can start the podcast. No. <laughs> yeah. Tackle the tough subject. Let's do that. Yes. Now, but you are what you watch, what you see, what you hear. And who you surround yourself with, and uh, that whatever. deliverance, kids, D bingo, yeah. yes, and bingo, that's, bingo. That's, we went off to the wrong path. I just climb our yeah, way back, climb back from the trenches. <laughs> yes, and I believe that whatever you listen to, even the people, the the negative people in your life, they live in your unconscious mind. Yes, and then they start coming out when you're least expecting it. When you're, you stop trying to talk, yes, your unconscious mind takes over. So well, like that's the guy why you who built this comedy. table, at first glance, <laughs> it seemed like a sturdy 
quality table. Now that my arms are resting upon it, it is not. But it looks good on camera. It's a high gloss shine. <laughs> yeah, I man, this you might want to get a new table today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, it looked like an old dungeon door slick. at first, dude. Yes. The screws are almost lined up. I like this it. This thing's the wobbly wheel in the fast lane. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, is, are, so your first couple of guests, like, am I the first guest that's never had like a um, uh, prostate exam? <laughs> and every, I swear everyone on here's name with like a wizard, dude. You're like, I'm a uh, Merlin Hubbenstein. Hub uh, used to go play uh, cards over here. That just gone now. Like, what? No, that was the first two episodes. I had Larry Cook, my golf coach. No, those guys are great. And then uh, George Culver, who's 6018. He says he's 78, but he doesn't say 70. Oh. So he's 6018. And then we had uh, Joe Peters, which is uh, I think younger than us. And then Gary, the singer Dye. guy. Yeah, I'm somewhat of a songwriter myself, Mike. <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. Want to hear a little song? Sure. I, it's a shame I don't have my my ukulele with me, but um, I'll just give you what I wrote so far. Okay. There's a woodpecker pecking and a pecking at my door. He pecks so hard that his pecker got sore. That's all I got. <laughs> I mean, I see you didn't dress up with your country shirt like you did for that guy, but that's fine. <laughs> Probably had a better table that day, too. I would have definitely changed my outfit before. Came if, with your silly you. Raider hat. You know what I mean? Real, is this even going to be aired, dude? <laughs> Absolutely. After okay. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then we had a Garrett Alf. Rise dirt bikes. That's that it. nice tall kid with the long neck and the good <laughs> good jawline. Perfect, yes. Doing flips and such. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Why if, if I was that pretty, I'd just stay on the ground, brother. You know what I mean? <laughs> the, I'd stay low level. I was saying I was the guy riding a huffy around. There's no ladies up there when he's <laughs> doing flips. No, those guys are crazy, man. That stuff scares me just watching it. I could never <laughs> man. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, when you don't have any good ability, like you said, you know a lot of good stuff you're good at that makes no money. I'm kind of that guy too. Yes. Like so I'm like, man, good for him. He does flips and stuff. That's great. That could make you money though. Yeah, yeah so exactly. I'm really good at that stuff that's volunteer work. Yeah. Uh, I'm good at coaching, which you said earlier. <laughs> yeah. And uh, work release. I'm really good at that. Actually, oh, wow. I'm good at stuff I have to pay money to do. Really oh, good at that. Well, yeah, like you live and learn. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, paid for that mistake. So what's in the bag? It looks like you got me a oh, gift. Oh, I brought you a gift, Mike. I almost, <laughs> dude, I forgot. Seriously. <laughs> don't need my notes. Here's your gift. I don't want to mess up this high quality thing here. What is You got to open it on air, dude. All right. Start with small gift first. Okay. Here we go. What is this? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Man. Is this the Metro package? Dude. Nick would really enjoy those. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin. No, you now know there's, what? there's some plastic cover on that case. That's like a forever case. You put that, you uh, know, take your wedding picture down, put that on the mantle. I love it. Stone Cold Steve Austin vinyl figure. That is That's awesome. Right. Nick would be jealous of this. We just had this. a WrestleMania this yeah, weekend Stone and the Rattlesnake returned. Oh, my gosh. Had yes. to get that. My all-time favorite. You're going to wear those shoes, right? I'm definitely going to put them on right now. I think now. if you go I'm, to, if you collect a government check, you have to wear socks with them. But if you don't, you can wear them barefoot. Yes. Oh, Cheech and Chong socks. Yes. Like that? <laughs> I will put on the shoes right now for you. So brother. your credit just took a 20 point hit. But yes. look how sharp we you look. We might not air these. Yeah, don't air those. Wow. And, uh, the budget are... wouldn't let me get 
the brand name. Speaking of air, look at the airflow on these. Yeah, man. they're not. They're not. They're probably number three brand out there. Yes, the budget this... wouldn't allow for Crocs. So you asked me what shoe size I wore, and I was like, twelve. And you were like, Kyle, "Wow, how surprising!" Kyle used to ask me that same question. <laughs> Never got me shoes. <laughs> right. I was. I'm still waiting, Kyle. These are. Uh, I don't know where to. Where can I wear these? Um, probably like you look like a, you, you look like you got a golfer's tan, do a lot of yard work. <laughs> you look like a guy that's proud of your plants. Um, to a clown's funeral, I don't know. <laughs> well, definitely you. not in front of your wife or anyone that respects you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. I don't know if I've laughed this hard in, a, in an hour in a long time. So, where could everyone find you, Corey Chappelle? Man. I'm in the shadows, dude. You follow the whispers to the shadows in the corners. That's where I'll be. Like bat, I'm like Batman, dude. You are. But like I, I can't fight or nothing. You just but, come out with jokes. Yeah. I'll just, kill you with jokes. Everyone just laughs and just falls and down. And if not, I'll just drive away, man. Like I'm, I'm real good at like road rage until it gets real, and they like stop and they get out, and I'm like, oh man, I hope this light's not red. Yes. You know what I mean? Because I try to time it where I flip them off and I hit all the greens. And they're like, yeah, they'll never know. Uh, I'm scared. <laughs> well, dude, I uh, really freaking appreciate you coming on, man. That's actually an hour. Was that an hour? It seems like 15 minutes, doesn't wow. it? Wow. Well, hey, man, maybe we'll end off with a song and uh, let this baby uh, kick off. We'll finish with the song. All righty. Don't turn around.